0: I don't wanna be different on air than I am off air. If I'm just myself, if that's goofy, if that's ridiculous, something, it's gonna be better than trying to pretend to be someone else. So people are gonna to relate to that.
1: Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast brought to you by CCB Technology. I'm your host, Steve Shear. This is the podcast where we believe that no one drifts into excellence, So join me as I work to figure this leadership thing out on purpose. You ever been in a situation where you get the chance to talk to a public figure, but on the side, like when they're out of range of other people, and then just get totally let down (laughs) that they are not what they're perceived to be, like their public persona is this bright shining thing. You're on the side with them and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, as they're checking their phone and looking over your shoulder. Well, this interview is with a public figure who, he, he he doesn't even mirror his public persona. He's actually better in person, I think, than what he is perceived to be in the public eye, which is very intriguing. I think this guy wakes up with a smile on his face. He was a joy to be around. And he's in journalism. We need hope in journalism and in reporting and in TV and media. His name is Carl Deffenbaugh. And uh, this is a triple threat match, as I refer to it in the interview. It's myself, Patrick Booth, and Carl. We were on site uh, actually at Fox 6 in Milwaukee. Uh, He's on the Wake Up Anchor team. He was in the field. You'll hear about that. But why did we want to pull him out? We need some good, uplifting stories about media and how media is perceived and the people that actually believe that integrity still matters. Also, we just wanted to know, like, how in the world did you figure out you wanted to end up on this path? And what are some things that we don't see? How do you deal with trolls on the internet and all that kind of stuff? So here it is. My conversation and Patrick's with Carl Deffenbaugh, anchor, reporter, and man with a million dollar smile. Carl, thank you so much for making time for this uh, and uh, uh, being patient as we're setting all this stuff up. We're in your podcast studio um we're excited about this and a triple threat match here with Patrick. Hey, you can say hello. Hello. So this is Steve talking, we got Patrick, and then we've got Carl. Yeah, thank you guys for coming here. I made yeah. sure to
0: give you the, the tour of the station, mm-hmm. first of all, so you got to see the nice glitzy studio and know that we actually have some nice things before I took you into a closet for this recording. Oh my gosh,
2: the weather deck, that was a dream of mine. Bucket list, done, completed. <laughs> this is Patrick, as you all know, We didn't even there. get the grill out. We could yeah.
0: have uh, gotten some brats on there or something.
1: Don't tease me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after for yeah. lunch, flip yeah. a couple I'm not leaving, then. I'm moving in. Oh, my gosh. So (laughs) it's already off the rails. So here we go. Uh, As we get into it, Carl, please uh, give us a little background on who you are, what you're all about, and then what you do. Uh, Sure. Uh, So, my
0: name is Carl. I moved here to Milwaukee about three years ago for a job here at Fox 6. At the time, I was doing uh, initially kind of a field reporter role, this feature position called the roving reporter that would uh, pop around town to different events, different businesses, different um, things that were opening up and try to show off all that the area has to offer and, and got to try some really cool things, have some amazing experiences. And then, about a year ago, August of 2018, that would have been. Um, just so happened our male anchor on the morning show, Wake Up, left for another great job. So there was an opening and uh, things worked we out, so I was up. able to uh, move to the anchor desk and that's where I've been for
1: just over Moving a year Moving on up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got something you want to ask Carl about to kick this thing up.
2: Yeah, I do. I do. All right. So you, thank you for letting us come here. Of course. Uh, not many people allow us to come into their place of work. <laughs> we got through security. After they get Everything. to know us. So, I just want to know, though, there's a great story how we all met. Um, my kids were there. Steve's kids were there. We were down in Racine. You were doing one of your, your shows. But tell everyone, what was that like? So I, th- I feel like my job is to be super high energy,
0: a little bit out there, a little goofy, especially as the morning roll in that feature position. Uh, rarely do I have people who match or exceed my level. So that was pretty <laughs> yes, nice to
1: yes. see. Yes. My so, bucket list. Now check yeah.
2: it out. We were doing... Uh, <laughs> I was going for a job. I'm not going to oh kid you. Gosh. I was hoping Sales I was going to get gone. hired. We can put the tape Still together. Hoping. We'll, Why we'll am I here today? Here's my resume.
0: <laughs> so we were down there at the Racine County Zoo showing off uh, mm-hmm. one of their Easter festivities. They have one of the events they have down there. And they had a great group of kids there, including your guys' kids, mm-hmm. uh, doing seeing the animals, doing the events, things like that. The Easter Bunny was supposed to make an appearance and I heard that one of you, I think Steve had this yep. background where like he shows up in random costumes Yep, yep. 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 and Definitely I couldn't believe me. it. Like, yeah. that's amazing because yep. I, I do this when the cameras are on and mm-hmm. when I'm supposed to be doing things. Yeah, for no, you, it's 24-7. It's you live just, this life, Steve. Just you the life. to do this. <laughs> we just do this for free. Right. Yeah. So... Things worked out. Steve left his kids. We understand yeah. they were taken care of. They were other yeah, with the response yeah, yeah, there was, there was <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah. and it, it would be fine. Showed yeah. back up in an amazing, mm-hmm. like velvet or fuzzy purple mm-hmm. bunny suit. That's Just true ready story. to go, true leaning
1: story. into the Easter extravagance. And I there. don't know actually if you know this part of the story. So Beth Hydorn, who runs yep. the zoo, uh, has become friends of ours, and that what we found out later is that when I came back. So I came sprinting in, and it's before the zoo was open because right. you guys are filming all this early. And she got uh, somebody called her on the radio and said, "Hey, there's a bunny running across the, <laughs> the zoo." I think it, it was. Is he a with guy you? the yeah. Bunny suit. Is there somebody? Is there somebody? Is, is this, this guy this, with you? Is, it, is this guy with you? <laughs> she just you know gave him the high sign. You know, don't don't trip him up and throw him in the lion cage or whatever. So I actually, like. No, he's not. You yeah, guys should I've taste it. Let's see, Let's, Let's see what my life. happens. Let's see what happens.
2: So well, <that> was <laughs> the camera. <laughs> yeah, so that was the initial introduction. And then uh, that apparently
0: was relatively tame for what you normally wear yeah. <laughs> or show up in. Yeah, so yeah, we, that led to this great exchange where you guys will send me messages every now and again, checking in, saying hi, Absolutely. and showing me the uh, the many costumes and characters of Mr. Steve over yep, there. Yeah,
2: yeah definitely uh, one of those opportunities. We weren't sure if we were going to... Like, scare you away, <laughs> right. or if we we're gonna draw you in closer, but you know, we're here. <laughs> Definitely so. the latter. Yeah, Definitely I think the you're latter. still checking out because I did see a guy outside the door just yeah, in fine. case uh, <laughs> things fine. go sideways. But no, I think uh, one of the things that, that was awesome was to be able to see since we met you, as you already said, what's been going on in your life, which is why yeah. I know we really wanted to connect with you today.
1: So then it seems like fun is really, really important to you. Absolutely. Why even bother with fun? Because you gotta be buttoned up, you gotta, you know, you were showing us where you guys have the green room, and you gotta have your hair perfect and all that (laughs) kind of stuff. So then, thanks for noticing. Well, it is, it's perfect. It's we're a little bit jealous. (laughs) I definitely like. (laughs) I need a haircut. (laughs) But role of fun, sure, like. Is that, it seems real, but is that real? And if oh, so, like what, what what role does Fun play in your job?
0: That's business? everything we try to do. That's everything I love about this job. And honestly, it's why I got to Milwaukee in the first place. So um, I was actually a sports reporter, sports anchor at a number of different places before I moved here, okay. covered a lot of college football, mostly in college basketball as well and some other stuff, um, and then was looking for kind of a new path, new new place to move to. And this job opened up that initially, again, was that roving reporter job, the field feature reporter that I watched a few videos of the people that had that job before me, and everything they were doing just looked like a blast. Mm-hmm. There was all this stuff from water skiing to hibachi trying, dancing, all the stuff that just looked like a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this isn't anything I've really done before, but I'd try that. I'd give it a shot. Sure. So everything has been about fun for me from – from the beginning. Certainly in that role, my goal was to entertain. If I was bad at something, that was better because it was going to be okay. better for you guys to watch. <laughs> uh, or if I was good at something great, hopefully it's entertaining and yeah. a, a cool thing to check out and kind of take people to different worlds and places that they don't necessarily get to see. And then when I switched the anchor job, it obviously changes a, l- a little bit because yeah. we do talk about a number of serious, both stories and issues. Yeah. There are things that happen that Unfortunately, there's nothing really fun about, and we got to cover those sure. and report on those. But the thing I love about the morning show and the team that we have here at Fox 6 as well is when it is time to unbutton a little bit, it, there is a chance to loosen up and goof off and whatnot, these people go for it. And I'm I try to be right there with them because it's a long show. People who are watching us are, are getting ready in the morning. They're ready to head out to school, to work, whatever yeah. they're doing. We're trying to give you a little bit of a smile. You'll learn the things that you need to know for your day, the weather, the news, everything like that. But we'll hopefully try to entertain you and uh, put you out the door with a That's smile good. on your face. That's and good. I've seen
1: it on, uh, on your uh, Facebook page as well. Um, so I appreciate that about you. I know Patrick is oh my gosh. kind of boring
2: <laughs> <usually>. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I should be watching every day, but I do watch enough that I see a ch- chemistry that sure. your team has. And I think it's real. I mean, that's the one thing I know that both Steve and I and I think what attracted is like you're uh, not just a personality that's on air. You're a genuinely good guy. And your team looks like they're good people. They have fun. You you support each other. Yeah. So I've noticed a huge and I'm not trying to knock anybody else, but I am just I watch your team and it just flows really, really well but I think the key of it is having fun and, um, and respecting each other. That's what I've seen.
0: Well, hopefully that, that is what comes through for people. I'll tell you a lot of the best stuff is during commercial breaks and some things that aren't maybe fit <laughs> <The> for air, <laughs> but we really do have a great time in the morning. It's a, our, our bosses always say it's a marathon in the morning, right? We're on air for four and a half hours. It's I will pay money slog. to subscribe to the right? off, <laughs> off, off air stuff. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. I think it's yeah. amazing. A hidden portion of the that, website. Oh my God. I'm in. I'm <laughs> invite yeah. only. Invite yeah. Subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's the only way we would get through
2: it. Uh, keeping that energy high and- so I do have a question for you about you know we've talked about the seriousness of the news and there's a lot going on right now yeah. a lot um, in our own country and with politics and uh, you know a lot of people have different opinions on all of this right can bring a lot bring a lot of negativity out Tell us a little bit about how you do it and your team in the community and getting us where we need to be. Well, I think I know there is a, a, a
0: lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of the media talk, uh, yeah. both nationally and things. It can be very dis- divisive. It can be ugly out there as well, Absolutely. whether it's politics yeah. or, or things you watch on, on air, online as well. But I'll tell you for a little bit of hope, I think I work with an incredibly dedicated and driven staff here. I think mm-hmm. the reporters that we have, the other anchors that we have, the producers behind the scenes who really do the brunt of the work, These people care. They care about getting the story right. They care. Our line of work is is not to have an opinion or not to take a side. Our line of work is to present the facts. This is what happened. This is both sides of an issue. If it is political, talking about it, we try to give you that fair and balanced view. And for us, I think that's where the integrity comes. Like, we trust that we're going to work hard, especially I think you get into some differences maybe when you get into national network news or cable sure. news for sure because a lot of people there are commentators. They're mm. opinion people, analysts. They're not necessarily reporters. Correct. What we have here is news. We have right. reporters who are – they're driven to present the facts and not get into
2: the kind of murky opinions and things like that. I and definitely so, say I agree 100% because yeah. I don't see opinions being thrown out there, not not on your show, yeah. but on other ones absolutely. Been. And I will, I'll say this too because uh, – I think we get this a lot,
0: specifically being a Fox station, and it's in our call letters. We go by Fox 6. We're proud of that, have been that for for a number of years. But uh, we're not actually owned by Fox National. Like, if people watch Fox News, Fox Cable, Uh, that's separate. Exactly. So what we have is an affiliation. And this goes on both sides, so I'll explain that too. But what we have is an affiliation with Fox programming to show their entertainment. So we'll have Empire, we have The Mass Singer, we have Fox Sports, we have obviously football and baseball on um, all the time on our channel. So that's where the connection comes from. We were actually uh, just bought as a company, our station group. We were owned by a company in Chicago. It was a Tribune media group. Uh, We just recently got sold to a company called Nextstar. So that's who we kind of answer to. We don't answer to Fox News. And I think that goes both ways where some people see us, they see Fox and they make a lot of assumptions to us, Mm -hmm. whether you're on one side of the aisle, if you're if you're very right wing, you're like, oh, they're on our side. Well, not necessarily. We're going to stay down the middle. We're going to present the facts as they relate to the Milwaukee area in southeast Wisconsin. Also, on the other side, if you're left leaning, uh, Mm -hmm. if you see us and you think, oh, well, they're Fox. They don't they don't care about us or they're separate. No, again, we're we're separate. We do our thing here. And that's where i sorry. That's my soapbox for the day. I promise to get off now. But a lot of people don't know that and don't know that about local news specifically. But that's kind of why we're able to stay down the middle and down the
1: line. I had I had no idea. So how do you navigate public scrutiny in your role? Um, How do you maintain professionalism? Because this isn't just about uh, the the news people getting negative posts or responses or things like that. Business folks. I mean, we post up on LinkedIn and and, and there's always this little bit of trepidation with anything that we come out with. What if we get trolled? (laughs) But you're on TV. Yeah. Like every day. So. How do you navigate public scrutiny and maintain
0: that professionalism? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly inescapable for us. We're Part of our job is, is we're required to do posting online. We're required to be an online presence in that regard. And for the most part, it's really fun. We get to share parts of uh, kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff here at the station, here during the morning show, some of the things about our personal lives that we're interested in, family, things like that. And for the most part, I think people really relate to that. They get to know you a little bit more than just what you are on air mm-hmm. for You know the, the morning show or whatnot. You get to share some more mm-hmm. of your life, and people then connect with you and want to listen to you, want to learn the news from you, which is great. Uh, obviously, there are some negatives, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. a lot of negatives when it comes to social media. Um, one of the things I think is frustrating is just people think because there's that wall of the computer screen between you, you're able to say kind of whatever you want. There are so many things that people say online, not necessarily specifically to me or whatnot, but just in general, that you would never say if you were walking down the street and saw that person. So for me, I always try to think like, okay, would I say this if that person was right here? Would I comment or reply that way? Or would I try to word it a little differently? So I try to post things if it is uh, serious topics or things like that, that again, see both sides of the issue, Present facts and kind of say, This is what we know. Uh, I'll also say, kind of another sad way things are going, but the women get it way worse in this mm-hmm. industry than me. Um, there was some story a few years ago, like uh, a guy in a different station wore the same suit every day for the entire year. Switched up like shirt and tie, maybe, but wore the same suit. No one noticed. Whereas women, if they change a shirt color, if they change a style, they change haircut, like they're going to hear it and they're mm-hmm. going to get it. And For the most part i would say our viewers are great they're very positive it's a wonderful community to be able to bring you in and know that that many people love watching our show we get some amazing people reaching out saying like hey i was in the hospital and we would watch you every morning and that that kind of helped me get through it or hey i just moved to this area and you've helped me you know find a new place to check out new restaurant new new event something like that so most of it is wonderful and I love that side of it. I wish some of the more negative people sure. would would think about that before you just spew off and post something. Yeah. I think if you just did that one thought, it would help
2: the discourse a lot more.
1: It's good. It's real good. Yeah.
2: No. I. You know. I think. <clears throat> I, I tell people all the time. I don't know how you all do it. Uh, <laughs> I know <clears throat> that uh, there's got to be a lot of people out there. But I, I think. You know, you have to. You know who your heart, your heart is. You know who you are. Yeah. You know what you are doing. And there are going to always be doubters out there, or yeah. there's going to be people that are choose to be negative. So, well done. I uh, keep keep going because we're we're glad that you're out there. And and honestly, if uh, if all the positive people quit. Well, who would be left? It would just be the negative people. So, uh, thank you for what you do and your team. And when we're dancing during a segment, you can't really take it too seriously. So, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, there's not too much
1: feedback. So if you want to call me out for your dancing, you are in the right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about on the way in. I looked up the Facebook Nano. I alluded to it before. There, you're putting things out that are like, targets. I mean, (laughs) like you said, if you want to comment, whatever, but the goofy faces and like stuff like that, like I think personally, I was trying to conceptualize what would I say to you that draws me to you and why are we emailing you pictures of my different shaped beards and stuff at, you know, Racine Rotary Prom and stuff like that. I think you humanize some things within media that Lately, at least, more often than not, it seems to be dehumanized, and so I appreciate that. I think it's funny if you guys are goofing around or making a GIF out of yourself, (laughs) like bouncing up and down behind. Or there's bacon, yeah, bacon on the table, bacon on the table, or something. That was one of them. Um, So, I think the human element behind the thing is behind whatever the thing is that you're doing is really important. Absolutely, it's the heart. I, I, I mean, again, I go back and genuineness. I mean, there's a lot of people out
2: there that get caught up in the hype. I think of Whatever the role is, I don't yeah. care if you're uh, a CEO or if you're, you know, a leader of something, or you know, you're on TV. Um, you, you know, sometimes people get wrapped up in that, but you, you all have this understanding and genuineness of being just normal people doing your job. Yeah. And yeah, you are celebrities, and you're out there, and everyone's watching you, and and that's cool. But you don't let it overtake. And I saw that in a scene going back to when we <laughs> first met. I mean, you were making me feel comfortable. You were talking. You were like, "Heck yeah, go get the bunny suit." You know, <laughs> Absolutely. You, you weren't like, um, "This is yeah. going to take away from me." Uh, none of that came up. You were just like, "Heck yeah, let's do this," and um, and it made an impression on my kids too because they were like, "Oh yeah, that guy was so nice," and I, I just, I and we see it. So I just that's my my observation of the whole thing is the difference is how you guys choose to be as as people, yeah. which is great. Um, I do have a question though about because again, you're so different. Not everyone's this way. How did you decide that you wanted to get into journalism? Hmm. What was it that said, that's the career I want to be in? Because I think you have done a lot of things knowing you now. I uh, that's a good So it takes me back a little bit. Um,
0: I was kind of fortunate in that I, I kind of targeted or knew I was heading this way relatively early, I think, compared to some of my friends. Some of my best friends in the business didn't necessarily start out kind of knowing this was what they wanted to do. Some did, some didn't. So for me, uh, in high school, my two big things I was into were sports and uh, theater, actually. So I played baseball, ran track. Those were my two sports. And then I also did high school musicals, high school plays, things like that. So Mm -hmm. for me, trying to figure out what the heck I was going to do in college, things like that, Watched a ton of Sports Center growing up, of course. Always had ESPN on, so I kind of thought sports casting would be a nice combination of the love of sports, a little bit of the performance sure. element. I have some friends who are professional actors and doing quite well for themselves. I knew that was a different level mm-hmm. that I was not necessarily going to sure. reach, so this was a way to uh, to kind of have that performance element while keeping uh, some of the interest there. And then as it's grown, I'll say going into college, so I was able to target schools based on that. Had a couple great teachers in high school who kind of got me set on the right path. Um, and then in college, what I kind of learned, and then certainly in the part of my career is I love storytelling. I love, um, what we do on the morning show. I love giving highlights and things like that when I was still doing sports. That's fun. But my number one favorite thing is the longer form pieces we're able to do where we really get to know a character, you mm-hmm. really get to share someone's story and hopefully it's something that's impactful for the people watching. So that was the the thing that I really latched on to and still I don't get the chance to do as many of those now just because of the time we spend in the morning gets eaten up for the news for the most part. But uh, whenever I get the chance, I love doing those those longer form features. That's awesome. Yeah. So
2: what I heard was you found what you were passionate about yeah. in life. And then you made a career out of it, <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe got to little different areas. Then you know you weren't sure where you're going to end up, but that's you're still doing what you love. Yeah, that's Absolutely. just great.
1: Absolutely. So um, there's a couple questions here. We didn't outline who actually was gonna was gonna ask them, but um, want to know whether it's journalism or in life, regardless. I let people kind of open this up however they want to answer. But what's the greatest lesson you've learned in your career so far? who did you learn it from or how did you learn it? And then why was that so impactful? Hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I think it kind of all encompassing, hopefully, my answer. I don't know if it was necessarily from one person, but has been uh, routinely cemented over my career. And I think certainly has, has led me on a good path career wise, but in life as well. Kind of gets back to a little bit of what you were saying in terms of the social media presence. But Authenticity is the most important thing. If you're confident in who you are, if you're self-assured, and if you don't try to pretend to be someone else, things will generally work out better for you in that regard. I think there's a lot of things in this line of work as well where you can – try to pretend to be a news anchor and sound a certain way News-y. or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: it's just is not going to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, hello, Rod. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, we have everyone pop through here. You never San know. Diego. <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we is do warm up with Off that, the but, rail. Yeah, do you really? Yeah, that, no, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> like, but again, news. like
0: we're able to do this where you can go back and forth between a <laughs> serious answer and this is what I think. And then also we're going to have some fun with it. So mm-hmm. if you are authentic, if you are. And confidence is a hard thing to come to, but I think there's been enough times where it's been reinforced that if I'm just myself, if that's goofy, if that's ridiculous, Mm -hmm. something, it's going to be better than trying to pretend to be someone else. So people are going to relate to that. People are going to see you and be like, okay, when I watch the news in the morning, I have a pretty good understanding who this guy is. Mm -hmm. And my thing is I don't want to be different on air than I am off air. I want... And thankfully this this has happened, but a few of my friends around Milwaukee, their coworkers will ask like, oh, what's Carl like when you guys are just hanging out? And they're like, exactly the same. Like mm. same guy you see in the mornings. the same guy we grab a beer with on the weekend or something like that. So hopefully that's, that's the great. goal because if you are trying to be too much, it's just going to bog you down. And I think some of your most uh, productive work, some of your best work comes when you can just kind of let it all go and it would it would be a lot harder to kind of put on a face every morning like that so if i can just be myself hopefully that comes across on air as someone you want want to relate to and want to hear the news from and then also hopefully hang out with too
1: that's awesome man yeah anything else on your
2: mind patrick no i think that's i mean i think that's the key you know a lot of people can be fake um i think people see through that too i mean Maybe not right at first, but over time it does. So I just love the answer. I think it's yeah. solid. And it makes me, again, I'll go back to hope that there are people out there. Um, and sometimes you wonder who's real and who's not um, when you're a celebrity. And uh, and you're one of ours uh, Milwaukee celebrities. Is that weird to hear? You. Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: right. You're I, shaking I your I do head. not agree with that word. But,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but for, uh, for us uh, viewers out there, it's great. Anything else before we... Shut her down, Carl, that we uh, didn't touch on. No. That's um, a broad question. Yeah. So don't mess it up. Don't get me wrong. We do plenty
0: of embarrassing stuff in the mornings <laughs> and on air that I look back and I'm like, oh, boy. But again, you own it. You put it out there. So when hopefully you, people are when you identify a failure,
1: <laughs> yeah. like that sucked yeah. or that didn't work out, how, what, how do you then go back and – Try again. If like, it's you...
0: a funny one, you lean into it. Okay. You're like, all okay. right, this went off the rails, something's going horribly wrong. We might as well just welcome the viewers into the room with us and be like, look, we don't know what's happening. This is uh this <laughs> or is what somebody we're dealing says with something too.
2: that's like yeah. really like, and you're just like Oh, that was oh really boy. awkward. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. Yeah. And then you just keep moving acknowledge right. it, but keep moving on. If
0: yeah, you're... we're gonna we're gonna make fun of ourselves for it for sure. Mm-hmm. We're gonna lean into that as much as we can. Um if it is something actually bad, then you just kind of need to handle it professionally. need to man up and address it if it's something like that. Thankfully, you haven't had any of that Mm -hmm. happen so far. Knock on. There's There's no wood in this room. There's no wood anywhere. This is (laughs) problematic. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's good. Well, um, genuinely excited to be here. And there was a term that came into my mind as you were answering that last three-part question, which was, uh, I, I think I stole this from... Uh, maybe it was Simon Sinek or Patrick Lencioni or something, but relational congruence. Uh, you are who you are, regardless of the situation that you're in. So there might be variants of your selfness, you know, that you put out. Uh, you play a role at different times. Obviously, you, you might smile less when you're making dinner than you would when the camera's on you. My wife something. would say otherwise. Whenever
0: uh, we did long distance for a while and I'd come home or I'd, I'd get – there to see her after a you know few days week or something like that and she would always have to tell me turn it down turn it down well, okay maybe you I, are exactly I love you, the same you I miss are, you but that does bring I up one of the episodes right <laughs> I saw
2: where something very bad happened in your household you got in a bad mood one night yeah and and and, and and the newscasters being your friends brought that up in the morning show the next day and uh, and that was hilarious for me because you are a very happy guy you seem very upbeat. Um, but I, you're normal and you had a one day, one night, a moment where you actually got in a bad I don't know mood. what it
0: was. I, I don't remember the circumstances. It wasn't anything that big a deal, honestly, in the long run, but yeah, something was off that Who night. are you, Carl? And yeah. my wife was freaked out. She was like, I don't know how to handle this. What can I do? And I was like, I'm not sure. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. This is weirder for me. <laughs> I'm just going to let it ride. We're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, It was all right. But, yeah, (laughs) that was the one time I thought. I love it. I love it that they bring the real stuff back (laughs) out uh, on the news. It's it's good.
1: good. So thank you. Absolutely. Not just for the time, the tour, um, but just being genuinely yourself. Well, honestly, one of the things when I took the
0: first job, the Roving Reporter job, was you have to be willing to just go for it Mm -hmm. and have fun with it. And you guys, I definitely latched onto that in our initial meeting as someone who would go get that bunny costume yeah. and then continue to send me it's hilarious photos and, and costumes and things. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're, uh, we it's are made
2: the same Do me a, a favor, please. Will you say the phrase, stay classy, Milwaukee? Because I'd like to hear that. Stay classy, Milwaukee. <laughs> there it is, people. <laughs> and that's the way we're going to end this episode. So thank you so much, Carl. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, jump into it. Action item. Takeaway. Takeaway action item. First of all, my takeaway. uh, I was very surprised to find out that Fox six is not affiliated with the nationally known Fox media and how that affects what he does. So reporting versus opinions and things like that. So um, whatever side of the aisle you're on, you can appreciate what Carl's putting out or your local Fox station uh, because you don't have to be politically affiliated with your local News station, they report, you decide. Action item. So Carl talks about people with opinions and that veil of social media and the the screen. And somehow it makes people think that the person on the other end isn't real and that they can say whatever they want. So this action item is for all of us. Think before you send whatever it is that you're about to post that's witty, that's potentially harmful, and think about it. It's a person on the other end. That's going to do it for this episode we appreciate all of you that are taking time to listen if you find value in the content that was presented here please consider taking one to 100 minutes and leaving a review on whatever platform you're currently utilizing the reason for this is beyond just the initial dopamine hit that i get when i read them but also it helps us reach more people and we want to reach more people because we believe that we have to do this together as i say at the beginning nobody drifts into excellence and We just need each other. We need the tips. We need the encouragement. And these stories are great. I think so. So if you think so, leave a review. We appreciate it. That's going to bring this one to a close from all of us here at CCB Technology. Thanks for listening.